0: Daf We've been talking about the credibility of certain people to say something like if uh, a parents abandon their child in the marketplace and they come back and say, oh, it's actually our child. We didn't want to abandon it. Then well, we believe them and uh, the person, that kid will not have the law of an Asufi. So we talked about some other cases. And now here's another a judge is believed to say I, uh, I found this person uh, innocent and that person guilty but that's only true if the litigants are right there so he judged the case he issued some uh, a verdict. And then I guess there there's some disagreement about what who, who which one is guilty and innocent. They're like, uh, no, he said I'm innocent. No, he said you're he said you're guilty. So the judge, while they're still in front of them, the judge is responsible to recall. This is no, you're the one that said innocent, you're guilty. So he can clarify that. However, after they leave the courthouse, then it's not the responsibility of the judge to remember. Um, everything, uh, every case that ever happened. And so then he's not considered credible anymore. And we ask, hold on, let's see who has, but the judge doesn't only say it in, in orally, he has it in writing. He writes down, this person is is innocent, this person is guilty. So let's see. Who has the what does it say in the paper? Lata. No, the guy who was innocent, he ripped it up or lost it whatever it's not around, so we don't know.. So why not why don't they want you make them go back and be judged again? Uh, presumably if they followed a certain procedure, then that procedure will lead to the result again. so we don't have to guess. Uh, we could just go through the process again. And the answer is, yeah, you could normally, but we're talking about a case where, it's, uh, where would, the judge used his own discretion. Sometimes uh, there's a case that you can follow a regular procedure. What is there? There's one witness, there's two witnesses. So Okay, and it's... Um, you just follow the procedure and you get to the same thing. But in some cases where uh, the, the the law is not, doesn't address this case or there's, uh, the, the, it's uh, even, so then the judge can decide he's going to use his own discretion because there's no applicable uh, laws to this particular case. I, I use my own discretion. Since he uses his own discretion the, um, the second time, if he goes and rejudges it, he may uh, decide otherwise. And so it won't be the same as the first verdict. So that's why... You can't just do it again. Uh, instead, if he's, if they're, as long as they're there, the judge is uh, credible to say, "Yeah, you're the one that was innocent." Amal Nachman, Al HaBechor. says three people are believed regarding which kid is the bechor. So let's say there's twins or. There's a bunch of babies around, and which one is the pachad, amar Elohan? haya, abiv the midwife, the father, and the mother? Chaya the mother, the the midwife is only believed immediately, like we said before. If the midwife goes out of the room or even turns her head, then that, that we don't, uh, she's not credible anymore. But right there on the spot, she's credible. Imol kol the mother is believed for the first seven days of it, of it being born. Mother's taken care of the, 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 this baby and, and the other babies. She would recognize which one is the Bechor. Aviv le'olam, and the father forever. yakir, As the Pasuk says, he acknowledges the firstborn, not just he acknowledges for himself, but he can also um, sh- point it out and show it to others. Uh, the idea here is that the father is not so involved in the, in the infant before before the B'rit Milah. Once the B'rit Milah, then the father's there, sees it, can recognize it, but the first seven days, uh, the father might not be very uh, um, um, uh, 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 available or or around to know the baby, and uh, therefore, for the first seven days, only the mother is is, uh, believed, and after that, the father is believed. A mikan Amar Biyuda. Ne eman Adam lomar? Ze bni bechor. Ureshim shne eman lomar? Ze bni bechor. Kach ne Ze ben gelusha vezein ben halusa. Hachemimomurim enan en enone eman. Based on that uh, teaching just now, Biyuda said um a person, a father, is uh, credible to say this one is my is the bechor and not that one. Maybe they a twin or they look alike or they're close in age. You might not be able to tell. Um, and just like a person is credible to say this is this son is my bechor, he's also credible in uh, to say that. This child is a ben gerusha. This child is a ben halusa. Such that if he is a kohen and he says, "Listen, I had this child with a with a Gidusha, with a halusa," and therefore this child will be a halal uh, according to the Beuda, the father is credible for that also. and enon eimachemim says no. He's only credible to say a fact about his son that's positive. He's a Bechod but not to say that uh, to say something about his son that will make his son pasul. That he's not credible. Abba the Mishnah said that according to Abba he said he called a shetuki. He didn't call him a shetuki. He called him a beduki. What does that mean? My beduki. So if that means that baduk means that we check, we ask the mother, we check her out, and we and she says. Um, I, I, I had uh, this child with someone who's kosher to me. And uh, therefore, even though it's a shituki, so we still talking about the same case, but we don't know who the father is. And so the Mishnah says, if you don't know who the father is, then this is some kind of safek and prohibited. Um, so Abbasha all disagrees. He said, listen, if I, I'm going to call it a beduki. If the mother doesn't say anything or, uh, or she says, you know, I don't know who the father is, um, then it's going to be a problem and you can't marry her because maybe it's a mamzad. But if you ask the mother and she says, I know who the father is, is a kasher person, or I know the I know the father is a Kashed person, or whoever it is, she is trusted. So, so a biduki, so it's uh, more lenient, a is more lenient than... The other sages. Keman, who does this follow? Kedaban Gamliel. So this follows Gamliel. Teneh We already know this. Uh, so what's the chiddush here? Hatiditanan. He Haytame obed v'amiru la matiboshelu barze. He's the case of a single woman and she becomes pregnant and they uh, bring her in. This is what's going on here. What's uh who's the father? And lahem, meish v'chohenu. And she says, oh, the father is this guy. He's a kohen. Kohen meaning not necessarily is kohen, but he is kosher. Rabban Gamliel, Gamliel. over there. This is in Mishnah and <speaking in> Rabbi <Hebrew> say she is believed. The Bioshua says no. Well, we don't have to follow her. We should let her bring proof. We don't know that that this is true. We have to suspect her. And Shmuel said, "Alchaz like Rabban So therefore, we already know that Abangamliel permits such a case, and Kha is like him. So what's Abba Shaul's chidush to say? Oh, if you have a kid and you don't know who the father is, and she says it's kosher, then we can believe her. Abban Gamliel already said that, and halachas already like him. And the answer, the answer, why we need, why we need Abba Shaul is he's actually saying something that's a bigger chiddush. Hada vechada One statement makes her kosher. Uh, she believed, to Abban Gamliel. She's believed regarding herself that she will be able to marry kohen after that. She says, I uh, the the father of someone, I'm kosher. I'm allowed to be with. So we believe her for her own status, but not for the stat—not necessarily for the status of of the child. Whereas Abba Shaul says it gives a greater chidush. Not only is she credible regarding her own status, that she's kosher, but even regarding the child, that we can trust her, and the child is of good lineage. Okay, this answer makes sense according to the opinion as a machloket in that says regarding and uh, in, in this case that she is believed regarding herself but not her daughter. And therefore, Abba comes and gives a chidush. No, I am even more lenient than Rabban Gamliel. That would be a good explanation. El machshir ba, machshir But there's another opinion that even in this, in Machloket over here, she is credible uh, regarding herself and for her daughter. So then, what's Abba coming to add? That yes, she's credible. We already know that from Rabban Gamliel. Da'ba uh, so Shaul adifa meda ban gamel el deem hatama baymina hatam de dov keshrin isla awal akhadelo pesode isla madah sreekha amalava halakha ka ba shaul so ba shaul in in fact even according to this that she's credible regarding herself and her and and the child and amangamel agreed to that still um uh, rabangamel only said that in the case of a single woman Regarding a single woman, most men in the in the Jewish world are permitted to her, and uh, therefore it's easy to say she's credible. Because who uh, a, a, a single woman should uh, would only be a problem if it was her brother or father or mamzer, Very few very few people in the world. Uh, but here, in this case, we're talking about a woman who is. Um, uh, who is uh, mikudeshet um, and uh, someone mikudeshet? almost everybody in the world is prohibited to her, except the person that she is uh, mikudeshet to. So I might think not, uh, that I would not believe her, and that's uh, Abba Shaol's chidush, even in this case, if she's mikudeshet and he, she says, this child is from the guy who I did, who gave me kidushin, he is, uh, she is believed, and that's why I need Abba to tell me that chidush. And Lava says halacha is in fact like Abba Sha'ul. Mishnah. All those who are prohibited from marrying into the congregation, um, which we're going to list in a second, um, are permitted to marry each other. So they don't have to go be single their whole lives. They can marry each other. Lava, however, says they cannot. We'll clarify what Lava means by that. The Belaizeromer Vadaan Bevadaan Mutar Vadan Bisvekan Svekan Bevadaan U Svekan Bisvekan Asur. The Bel says not so, they can't just marry each other. If someone's for sure a Mamzer, they can marry someone else who is sure for sure a Mamzer. Or, um, uh, the, or other categories, because then they're for sure bad. But let's say you have someone who's for sure a mamzer, with someone who might be or might not be a mamzer. So that's a problem, since uh, they might be a mamzer, and then the the the, 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 uh, the marriage would be fine, but maybe they're not a mamzer, so they have to stay away. And the same thing the other way around. And also, two people who are safek mamzer also can't marry each other, even though it looks like they're the same status, but each one, this one might be a mamzer and the other one not, or this one not and the other one is, and therefore uh, they would not be compatible with each other. So uh, according to the B-L-E-Z, the only thing worse than being a mamzer is being a safek mamzer, a mamzer at least can marry another mamzer. Um, but a safek mamzer can't marry anyone. That's a eliezer. asufi Who uh, who is the who are the saf safek people? Uh, Shituki and asufi. If you don't know who the father is, or you don't know who the father or the mother is, so then there's a chance that the kid's a mamzer. So uh, shittuki and asufi, according to be eliezer, will not be allowed to marry. Of Adai Mamzer, or wouldn't even be allowed to marry each other. And also, Kuti, Samaritan, that there, it's, uh, uh, they are actually uh, technically not Jewish, but they converted, but the conversion was only because they were scared of lions. Is the conversion valid or not valid? So, we're not even sure if they're Jewish, and if they are Jewish, then they could be Mamzerim, um, because they don't follow all the same marriage laws as Jews. And so, therefore, that's another category of Safek what does this phrase in the mishnah who does it come to include anyone who cannot marry into a kahal so let's say it seems this seems to be what it means that it's uh, they cannot that's what it says they cannot enter kahal they cannot marry kosher jews and Latin, uh, that's all the people that says in the mishnah they're not allowed to marry uh, kosher Jews. Ha Well and that, if that's the explanation, then this holy Mishnah would be redundant because we already said in the previous Mishnah that this group of people can all marry each other so then there would be no need for the mishnah to say those who cannot those who cannot marry into kahal can marry each other because we know that rural already from the previous mishnah so that's what problem number 1. Second problem, the 2. The B Judah has said ah haya ilamma hisefa ribi eli izromed vadaan bevadaan wadan mutal wadan besfkan usfkan besfkan asur mekhlaude the B la sabira le. What is the B position cuz he says some wherever this category is, the B says they cannot <coughs> Marry each other. Now, who is who is he? Who is prohibiting? If you say he's prohibiting uh, definite mamzerim with safek mamzerim, but the continuation says that that's the that's the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. Only someone who's for sure mamzer can marry another one. If someone knows for sure mamzer, but someone who's for sure with a safek or safek with safek um, are prohibited. And so that would be the same as the Bi So since the is, Eliezer already has that position, uh, the must be a different position. It can't be the same. And maybe you'll say, oh, the Bi is coming to, um, at another stringency. He thinks that a Ged is not allowed to marry a Mamzeret, Wait, but that can't be because, first of all, the Mishnah doesn't doesn't mention that case of Gedba Mamzedit. M- and furthermore, he says anyone who cannot marry Kahal, but a convert is allowed to marry Kahal. So, it can't be talking about that either. Because of these two problems... We have to find some other way for the Yehuda, the Tana, to explain what he's talking about. So here's uh we're gonna offer about four answers. Amar Rav Yehuda. Number one is Raviuda, this is Ravuda the Amora. Uh, explaining Rabbi Yehuda the Tanna, he says as follows: Hachikah Amar Kol Asurim Lava B'Khal Kehuna, May Nihugioret Perchutam Ibat Shalosh Shanim VeYom Ehad Udelak Rabbi Shimon Ben Yochai Mutarin Lava Ze Baze. When the Mishnah says anyone who cannot marry the uh, into kahal, we thought that meant anyone like a uh, Lamzed and uh, people that cannot marry kosher Jews. No, Rabbi Yehuda is interpreting it differently. And he has I have to just add one word anyone who cannot marry into the kehunah. Now, that's actually um, a lot more people that cannot marry into kehunah. Um, So, if you cannot marry into Kehuna, then you are allowed to marry a Mamzer. right? It's uh, it's, uh, it's like a balance because these people are of lower status, highest, highest status people can marry into Kehuna. So, those people cannot marry a Mamzer. But if someone's a bit lower status, cannot marry into Kehuna, then that lower status makes them permitted to marry a Mamzer. Okay, so if we add this one word, so what case specifically would this be uh, uh, talking about that Abi Uda says um, is not allowed? The Mishnah is talking about a girl who converts. We're going to get into a second about how old she is when she converts, but let's just understand the basic concept of this answer. Um, according to this reading, the Mishnah says, So anyone who cannot marry into Kehuna, that refers to a convert. A girl who converts cannot marry a man who is a Kohen. That's a basic law. Um, are permitted to marry the others on the list. A convert can marry a mamzer. That's the Tanakama, and the Behuda comes to say no, not true. A convert cannot marry a mamzer. That's the Chidush, and that would distinguish the from the The other opinions in the Mishnah. Okay, good. So this can work. Now we have to clarify when, at what age, did she convert? You see, there's a machloket about this regarding her marrying a a marrying a kohen. Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai says that. The reason why why can't a convert marry a Kohen? bar Baruchai says because what a, a someone who was not Jewish, we have to assume she was promiscuous. Therefore, she has a designation of Zona. And so when she now converts, she's still Zona, and she Zona cannot marry a Kohen. That's according to bar Baruchai. Therefore, according to Ben Yochai, if she converts when she's less than three years old, uh, she, there's no possibility of her having any legal act of bi'ah before three years old. She can't be a Zona if she already was converted, when she converted at two years old. Um, so therefore, uh, according to Bishop Ben Yochai, a two-year-old, can, uh, someone who converts at two, is allowed to marry a kohen. There's a different, differing opinion that says, no, it's across the board, all converts cannot marry a kohen, even if she converted at two years old. So now we want to say that this uh, we must be following the opinion that says, the, that we're talking about Giyonet, no matter how old she was, even if she was two years old or four years old or ten or fifty years old, doesn't matter, cannot marry a Kohen, as opposed to the Bishman Mbari Yochai who says that uh, 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 that, uh, that uh, someone who is two years old can marry a Kohen. Um, so that person, that convert, is not allowed to marry a Kohen, but they are permitted to each other according to Tadakamah, and Biuda says, no, not allowed. Now we wonder, wait a second, why Why'd you bring in this there to Bisham Ben Yochai? Maybe it is like him. So this is just a tangent, and then we're going to get back to the basic answer, and refute it. Why not say the Mishnah is? It's according to the Be'udah, when it says, all those who cannot marry into the Kohen, marry a Kohen, can marry each other. We're talking about someone who converts when they're four years old, and therefore it could be the Bishem Baruchai. Why do you want to limit it? The problem is they say because then the the Mishnah will be broken and you'll see it right from the Mishnah, the contradiction is right right by its side within the Mishnah. And this is the this is why it doesn't work. You're telling me that the reason why the Mishnah makes an equation. Anytime if anyone who cannot marry a Kohen can marry a Mamzed. So the reason why um, she cannot marry a kohen, is because she converted over three. Therefore, we can imply, infer that if she converted when she was less than three, and she can marry kohen, then that would be that means she so she can marry kohen. That means she cannot marry a mamzer. But that's not true. Someone who's converts when they're less than three, according to is permitted to marry a kohen and is also permitted to marry a mamzer so the equation in the mishnah wouldn't work according to the bishop good so then we go so forget that we're going to go back to the other opinion that says any convert girl any girl who converts cannot marry a kohen and, uh, and and therefore that's the category that the Biuda is talking about. According to Tanakama, any girl, no matter how old she was, uh, she is um, when she converts, cannot marry a kohen. And uh, any convert, same same category, can marry a mamzer. Uh, good, that works. Um, and that's what the Biuda says. No, I disagree, and I say that a convert. Um, cannot be with, cannot marry a aamsed either all right, so now we reject this answer if you add in the word Kehuna and you make this a general rule is does this general rule apply you, you gave us you gave me one instance where it, where it applies a girl who converts uh, but is this true across the board that anyone who cannot marry a kohen can marry a Mamzer, Vare Almana Ugrushava halalabezona, dasud vila bobikalkyu na basurim lavo zebazer, you have a widow, a divorce, a halala, a zona. They cannot marry a kohen, but uh they also cannot marry a a mamzer. So this uh, the 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 rule wouldn't wouldn't be true. Vetu hamutad asur, but a gesh and mutab kohanet um mutabzed. And furthermore, we can learn the inverse of the law that anyone who can marry a kohen should be prohibited from marrying a mamzed but look again is allowed to marry uh, uh, is allowed to marry kohenet right Not the other way around that a male who uh, converts can marry a bat kohen that's permitted and yet that ged is also allowed to marry a mamzed. so we contradict the rule both the rule and its inverse are not true Therefore, we reject this answer. So we're going to try possibility number two. Rather, Rav Natan Bar-Hosheya says, I'll explain to you how Rabbi Yehuda understands this clause of the Mishnah. It says that, anyone who a Kohen cannot marry the the daughter of that person. In other words, this is raising the bar from the previous one. Um, We're talking about someone that the Kohen cannot marry Because they have a flaw that is inherited, an inherited flaw. Um, uh, uh, Unlike a Girusha. A A Girusha, Kohen can marry a Girusha, but he can marry a daughter of a Girusha, right? Being divorced is not an inherited property. Um, So, this is what we're talking about. Anyone who a Kohen wouldn't be able to marry the daughter. Um, can marry the uh, that person that uh, that person can marry a mamzer, uh, and that's what Kamas says, And the Biur that comes to say, no, I don't think so. Now, what would what case would this include? A convert, male, a male convert who marries a female convert, according to the opinion of Bieliz Ben Yaakov. Because not everybody agrees with that. That's what we're talking about. A a Kohen cannot marry the, the daughter of two converts. Therefore, uh, conversion is an inheritable flaw, at least in this case. And so, since conversion is an inheritable flaw, and uh, such a ged cannot marry a and a ged cannot marry a kohen, and that is an inheritable flaw, so that same category is permitted to marry a mamzer. Uh, Rav Natan is saying something very similar to the previous answer that we're talking about marrying uh, marrying into kohen, but he's solving. The question that we had here from Ammana Gruisha Zonah, because these are not inheritable for the most part. We're gonna we're gonna ask actually about this, right? But for now, at least Ammana um Zona, these are not inheritable, and so that this we're not talking about because uh, the only thing that the only the only category we're talking about are things flaws that are inheritable. So that we saw that he doesn't have that he won't have that question. Um, so now that we understand this, uh, we're. basically we're talking about the Biudah is prohibiting a Ger from marrying a Mamzer and he reads the Mishnah as follows anyone who's uh, who cannot marry a who's who's daughter would not be able to marry a kohen, that person can can marry a mamzed. That's a ged and giorit. Their daughter cannot marry a kohen and a ged can marry a mamzed. And that's what Tanakh Kamal would say. And Rabbi Yudach comes and says, I have a chidush, I prohibit even that case okay so that's second answer we rejected <laughs> is this true that in any case where a kohen cannot marry a certain person's daughter then that person the mother, the mom uh, can marry a, kohen, a, a mamzer If you have a halal uh, who marries a bat Yisrael and they have a daughter a kohen is prohibited from marrying that daughter and uh, uh, this b- bat Yisrael um, can also not marry a mamzer, so here you have someone that the queen cannot marry the daughter, but she also cannot marry Mamzer. So this doesn't fit with the rule. So we answer, La Dostai Ben You know, we can follow the opinion of Dostai, who says that a daughter of a halal. Um can marry a Kohen. So there therefore this would not be included uh, because she can marry a Kohen, so this is not included in Kola Surin. Alright, fine. So we took care of that one. But now another challenge. If you have a male and female halal um who marry each other and have a daughter, a Kohen is not allowed to marry that daughter, and yet these women are uh, also not allowed to marry a Mamzet. So it doesn't fit with the rule. The rule for tanakama that anyone who cannot marry a kohen, uh, anyone whose daughter can mar- not marry a kohen, is permitted to marry a mamzer. Here's someone who whose daughter cannot marry a kohen, and yet she is permitted to marry a mamzer. So you see, this uh, rule, this formulation, is not true. Furthermore, the inverse of the formulation v'tu ha Mutar asur. We can infer that anyone who's permitted. Whose daughter is permitted to a kohen will be prohibited to be a, be, a, uh, be be with the mamzer. Um, if you have a convert who marries a bat yisrael and they have a daughter, a kohen is permitted to marry such a daughter, and yet converts like the father in this case are permitted to marry mamzerim, so the this rule does not apply in its uh, in the way it says in Mishnah. Nor does the inverse. Apply. Play. Therefore, we have to look for a third response. think are arguing about the difference between two different two kinds of mamzerim, um, a mamzer that results from uh, a union of a brother and sister, uh, versus a mamzer that results from eshit ish. As we're going to see in a second, there's different levels of prohibited marriages. Uh, the lowest level is is lav, then there's karet, and then there's mita. Adultery is the worst. That's mita bideh bedin. Um, incest, brother and sister, and most of the uh, Edva laws are karet, which is a really interesting thing. That according to halacha, the punishment for adultery is worse than uh, most cases of incest. And then there's love. Okay, so we're talking about the difference between the, ta- the, the first two. Tanakama Mamzer Mamzer. According to Tanakama, even a result of a brother and sister, which is only only Karet, still produces a Mamzer. Therefore, according to Tanakh he reads the Mishnah simply. We're not talking about Kohen anymore. Forget that was the first two answers. Now we're just reading. We don't have to add any words to the Mishnah. It says, Kol azim bakahal. Who cannot marry into the kahal a mamzed? And according to Tanakhama, that includes a mamzed of, of karet or a mamzed of mitah. And both of them, both types of uh, child, those type, uh, uh, children, are both mamzedim and therefore both are allowed to marry other mamzerim. That's Tanakama, and the Biudah he says no, not so said. But the Biudah Sabal that He thinks that if you have a child that's a result of adultery, that pers- that kid is a Mamzed. But a child that's a result of a union of brother and sister is not a Mamzed. and therefore, according to uh, uh, according to the Biudah, uh, he would disagree with the, with the child of the incest because he would say that child is not a mamzer. Since it's not a mamzer, that child can marry into kahal and cannot marry another mamzer. So that, according to this, Mishnah would read read, read as follows. Anyone who can uh, enter into a kahal, um, uh, anyone who cannot marry kahal, which includes all uh, 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 children of Chayaveh Mitah and children that a result from isurek karet. Both of those are subakahal and therefore can marry uh, mamzer. So that includes a, a daughter of incest. And Biyudah says not so. I think that a daughter from a um, a, a a a son or daughter that comes from uh, uh, two siblings is is uh, is not allowed to marry a mamzer because that a result of karet. Does not produce a mamzer, and therefore the child from a prohibi- a, a prohibition. Since the kid is not a mamzer, that kid cannot marry a mamzer. That's what a biyuda biyudah oser means. Okay, my kamash shmalan. It says if so, that's obvious. All that is obvious because we know it already from my mishnah in Masechet Yevamot that says that there's a disagreement regarding this. Rabbi Akiva says anytime is even a love that already produces a mamzer. Okay, Rabbi Akiva is very machmir on this and we don't need him for, for the, he's not relevant to this to the purposes of these two Tanaim in our Mishnah, but these are relevant. Shimon says any time any any prohibition of karet will produce a mamzer. That would be the same as tanakama in our Mishnah. So it doesn't matter whether it's a result. Uh, karet and up, right? Karet and school all the more so mita. So therefore, it makes no difference if it's uh, children of adultery or children of incest, um, that whether it's mitah uh, or karet, those kids are mamzerim, and therefore, neither of them can marry into kahal, both of them can marry other mamzerim. Rabbi Yoshua calls mita b- mitat, b- mitat b- Rabbi Joshua is the most limited in his definition of a mamzer. He said only if it's mitat b- tin, like adultery, but if it's merely karet, does not produce a mamzer. Well, that's the same as Rabbi Huda's opinion. So instead of telling us the our this entire mishnah over here uh, in kiddushin, you could have just said Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Huda think uh, that uh, a mamzer is only from shechayav m- m- So we already know about this opinion, we already know it's machloket, and so you wouldn't need to tell it to us here. Um, It works in our Mishnah, but it's redundant, and so therefore we reject this third answer, and we offer a fourth and final response. It says the difference between Tanakama and Biyuda is regarding a convert. That's an amoni umavi. Uh they they are their males, uh can even though they convert, they cannot marry into the kahal. So so, so Mishnah is referring to this, and so Tanakama would say, anyone who can marry into the kahal. For example, um, a convert of, uh, from an Amoni or Moavi nation, who that male convert is not allowed to marry into a kahal, that Ged is permitted to marry a mamzer, uh, which is true according to Tanakama. In fact, any, um, uh, convert, um, is allowed to marry a, uh, is allowed to marry a mamzer. So i hachi biuda Fine, according to that, Tanaka makes sense. But what does it mean that the biuda says it's prohibited? The biuda, in fact, thinks in general that uh, converts are are um, are not allowed to marry um, a, a mamzerim um, because they are considered within kahal. Um, so what it you uh, is That is, so, therefore, there, any convert cannot marry a um, a mamzer. So what does it mean here that Bi says, that these particularly are prohibited. Even though Rabbi Yehuda says in general, a Ged is part of Kahal and therefore cannot marry a Mamzeret. That's only a Ged who can marry a kosher Jew, which most Gedim can. But a Ged from an Amoni nation who are not allowed to marry into the Kahal, They are not part of kahal, and therefore they can marry a mamzer. So that explains the final uh, ruling um, that Ged Amonim Mo'avi, who cannot enter Kahal, they are allowed to marry Mamzerim. And Rabbi Yehuda says, no, generally Gedim cannot marry Mamzerim. But he would agree that Ged Amonim Mo'avi can marry a Mamzer. And that is the last uh, final answer. Baruch Adonai Deolam. Amen